You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Be careful. You're, on, you're being recorded now. I know. I know. Well, it's listen, it's true. Look, we're for the reasonable adults. This is uh, adult urban contemporary. The adults in the room. This is the for the adults in the room. Ron Mexico and Carlos Danger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Oh this no! It, be, it beats it beats written house and and roof. It <laughs> that that was the other name. Well, that has alliteration. <laughs> yeah, it does. Written house and roof. It's not bad. Um, we're re-recording. Yeah. So I, wh- what I, scared you? Well, no, nothing really scared me. I just didn't feel like the episode was up to our standards. Everybody, we talked a lot about PizzaGate, and I I, <laughs> <laughs> I think that Eric's scared. Um. Well, listen. We may have uncovered some truths there, and I don't know. I don't. Chelsea Clinton might listen to the show. I don't fucking know, and I don't want a hit put out on me. Yeah, I bet that we have at least one celebrity listener. At least one, I would think. Minor celebrities, I'd say we have a a few, a handful. Probably. Allison Allison Mack. But a celeb celebs, there could be one in the mix. There could be one in the mix. I I just felt the episode wasn't hitting. But I don't know. I mean, we. T- <laughs> so we're gonna put it out on Patreon. Yeah. For for the real ones to listen to. But we talk a lot about PizzaGate. We talked a lot about shit from four fucking years ago. Yeah, it, w- it was dated, but I thought it was a good. Uh, it was throwback style. It was. Th- you know what? I'll put it out. We'll put it out on Patreon, and one week when I don't know, maybe we'll put it out for free at a later date or something. But if you want to hear it. Hit the you know what the deal is. Hit page. Go to patreon.com slash worst possible timeline. It'll be that'll be there in place of our overtime this week. There you go. Um, but what do we want? Can we can we be contemporary? Can we be topical? You know what's hard about that is that the, the every, there's nothing interesting. There's nothing interesting. No, let's see what I got. Everything is a rehash from last year. Yeah, uh, I, we're waiting for Greta to jump out. That's how tired everything is. Oh, I keep getting these these ad, this this uh, Hulu ad for the Greta documentary. Yo, <sighs> who does? Oh man, that just appeal. What women that live with their cats? Women who are th- women who are thirty, unmarried. Uh, blame men for the fact that they're unmarried. Uh, they're watching the Greta documentary and almost crying and then going into work and punishing their fucking coworkers talking about it. That's all that is. That's what it sounds like. The uh, office gif. Office gif people. Yes. I, I can't fuck with that shit. Don't, I don't want it to. Listen, remember Star Wars episode one? Uh which one is the? That's the the, the one the the trade blockade. Yeah, the, yeah, the trade federation, and uh, it's it's so the prequel Star Wars are about the origin of Darth Vader, right? Mm. And that first one, everyone hates. I mean, all three of them suck ass, but like that first one sucks especially because Darth Vader is a fucking child. Yo, I get your kids away from me. I don't want to watch a movie with kids. I don't want to watch a TV show with kids. I don't want to watch a documentary with with children. Get them away. Get Gre- get Greta away from me. How funny would it be if she had a, a Darth Vader trajectory, though? I think it's inevitable. You've said she's probably, uh, you know, OnlyFans is inevitable. <laughs> Did uh, I say that? Yeah. Uh, I think more likely she uh, she probably puts out music at some point. 
because music is the most you know stand-up comedians are always talking about what a degraded art form they're in that like people can just jump into it at 40 and and with no experience and it, it, they all feel slighted music is far and away the most stepped on art form oh man but everyone who's an artist whatever thing they do they always feel the most stepped on uh, listen Paris Hilton, Lindsay Lohan, Hillary Duff, all of these people had quote unquote music careers because everybody listens to music and goes, I could do that. Greta Thunberg, gonna do it. She's gonna do, she's gonna collab with Baron Trump. Yeah, G- GT. That's gonna be whatever, whatever. Uh, that's the OnlyFans. Greta Trump. <laughs> so that's gonna be the, whatever. I mean, I, I, I wanna say SoundCloud rap, but I sound old saying that. Yeah, you do. So you what, can't what, say mumble rap. You can't say SoundCloud no, rap. No, that's some fucking 2015 shit. Yeah. What what, what is it now? What is, like is it like TikTok rap? I think it's called incel bump. Incel, <laughs> incel wave. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Um, that's that's where Greta's gonna be. Greta's gonna be out there. She's gonna be the force for. Uh, she's gonna unify the Republican ticket. She's gonna get the moderates and the and and Barron's gonna be a running mate. You know what? More interesting than it than it could be. It's fine. Slash sex partner. Yeah. Slash sex partner. Yeah. Um. What else we got? I have one note. Okay. Jor- Jordan Peterson, Red Skull. Oh, so, so you were concerned that we were doing uh, old shit, and now you bring up last week's uh, kerfuffle. That's what you're about. Well, it's what's what's today? It's Tuesday. There's no kerfuffles yet. Yeah. All right. So, Jordan Peterson, Red Skull. I reviewed the comic before I knew it was going to be a big deal. It was like right before I hit the culture war. And then after it did, I was like, why'd I review that? Now I'm like a hack. You know what I mean? (laughs) It's like making a joke that then like you see 40 other people on Twitter make and you're like, oh, God, I should end it. Yeah. For anybody that doesn't know, Jordan Peterson is a Canadian who talks with a weird Kermit the Frog voice. Go ahead. We've talked about him a lot on this podcast. Go ahead. I know you want to do it. What does he even say? What does he? What does he do? I, I don't. I, I've probably listened to like at least a couple hours of him by now. Well, what's he say? Well, um, I'm trying to get his voice. Chaos is a chaos is is a, order is an antidote for chaos. He's way higher pitched than that. Anti- chaos is an antidote for. I feel like I'm in the studio. I feel like I'm in the studio with myself doing vocals where I can't take direction. Yeah. He's he's higher and he's whistlier than that. Order is order. That's your idea of a whistle. <laughs> what do you mean by whistly? He's got like a, a voice whistly. Yeah, because if you you're don't Can- you don't know, he has like a little bit of a Canadian. That's accent. what I'm saying. It's yeah. a Cana- Canadians end their words by speaking through their teeth. It's really weird. Yeah, my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's meat. She it- stopped eating meat, and and now she's she's all better. <laughs> She's, she's got an she, OnlyFans. I thought you know what? Is she pretty? She's not bad. The daughter? The daughter, yeah, Michaela. Because I saw some thumbnail of her where she was talking about the Red Skull thing. And I was like, she, she looks kind of like I wouldn't expect. She looks like a normal blonde lady. Yeah. She's fine. Fox but News, Fox News is like like sub anchor. Yeah, I could see that. The thing is, you ever like like you see someone and like visually they're conventionally attractive, mm-hmm. but then you like you know a thing about them and you're like, oh, like this woman only eats meat. Yeah, it's <laughs> <Yes. laughs> like revolting. That'll do it. Yeah, that's some nasty poop. Um, Jordan Peterson's the Red Skull. 
Yeah, okay. So everybody, Jordan Peterson is Canadian. Red Skull is... Uh, He's always being characterized as a Nazi. I guess that's true, but I think he's like the Nazi in um, uh, 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 Last Crusade, where he explains to Indiana Jones, Hitler can have the world. You know, I, I just want the grail and I want blah, blah, blah. So it's not like, I don't think the Red Skull, I'd have to catch up on this, but I don't think he's like an, necessarily an adherent of Hitler. But he is a Nazi. Whatever. I'm mincing words. He, or I'm splitting hairs. He's he's a Nazi. He's a Nazi for the purposes of his goals, right? That's okay. yes. He's like into a singular world domination sort of thing. I don't think he's married to the notion of national socialism. Well, how does, but he is a Nazi. I'm, I don't even know. What, there's no point in arguing. I don't know. The, I don't understand the like. And I've seen. I've read Captain America and whatever. I don't understand the. The like delineation between the nazism and hydra okay so it used to be hydra was Oh, now it's really the incel podcast. yeah so it used to be hydra was just another um a, a, another terrorism organization for hire uh, uh almost like a mercenary group but then marvel came up against the 2010s where oh we got to censor world history and, and and say, uh, oh, what are those bad men? The bad men with the with the mustache, and we have to talk around things like we're fucking children. So Marvel, instead of saying, yeah, some of our characters were Nazis, also they're villains. Instead of saying that, they said, oh yeah, it's not uh, no need for a swastika. Here's uh, here's this little uh, mystical uh, uh, like a mythological beast, the Hydra. Which is weird. Why wouldn't you, they're, if they're villains? Why not just make them Nazis? Well. Because Nazis is too hardcore, right, for Disney Company, because they want to... No, but the Hydra thing was before Disney owned Marvel, wasn't it? No, but bef- before that, they were a mercenary... They were like a like a for-hire terrorist organization. Right. But then they they took over the role of Nazis in, in uh, Marvel Universe because we live in a, in a nerfed monoculture with no edges sure but didn't didn't hydra take over for the nazis before disney no oh, no that was that was a post that was thing? post uh, that was walt disney uh, himself commanded it really <laughs> yeah he's well he's the head of the nazis and how does that fit in with hydra head records hydra head records i believe is now defunct so they're probably running from that association too that they're nazis by way of walt disney yeah <laughs> you know the th- you know the 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 there's like a common thought that like Disney had like a weird Nazi fetish. Yeah. Like was secretly a Nazi behind closed doors. You know, it's all. Yeah. Up. It's completely unfounded. It's like Hitler's like baby penis where you're like, yeah, how would we know? Well, I, I've heard that Hitler had one ball. Yeah. Everybody. But that's the thing. He had a malformed penis. He had one ball. Blah, blah, blah. We do this to people we don't like. Guys, he killed six million Jews. You don't got to like find reasons to shit on him. You know what I mean? Like he, he, there's enough there. You can just say, "Oh yeah, I think there was something wrong with his brain." We don't need to go into his ball sack. <laughs> they saved Hitler's cock. So yeah, I heard that. So, so Jordan Peterson, Jordan Peterson, Tanahasi Coates, who he might be a fine essay, he might be a fine essayist, he might be a superior memoirist. He is a shit comic book writer, man. And I, I, I say this at the risk of my career because I work in that field. He's not good, man. Like I like I, I I gave him every opportunity. I hate on I hate on 
comic creators that aren't comic creators in the same way that everybody hates on everything that isn't legitimate to them, right? Like, if you're a musician and somebody wanders into music, you go, ugh, this fucking hack. And if you're a comedian and somebody, Jeremy Piven enters your club, you go, oh, fuck. Right. That's Ta-Nehisi Coates to me. Right. Where he's not the genuine article. He's a stunt hire because he's very big in another field. It doesn't impress me what the comics, regardless of anybody of our listeners' feelings towards that particular medium, it's a highly skilled position. You can't just wander onto the field, right? So if you, even if you think the product is shit, even if you never enjoyed a comic in your entire fucking life, there is a visual language to it that you have to understand to be good at it. And when you start your career as a stunt hire for the largest company, you're never going to develop. Right. It, it would be sure. like pushing me on the field at the Super Bowl. Yeah. So I he might be a fine man. He might be an excellent writer of prose. His comics are not good. He wrote Red Skull as having a fucking podcast and he satirized Jordan Peterson in doing so. I was I'm fine with that for the record. I don't give a shit about that. I think that's fine. It's just that it was too broad and it was very like low information voter style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? No, like, that's 100%. I mean, I think it's funny. I, I Is there a person on earth that wouldn't listen to the Red Skull podcast? I would listen to that shit. It would be forbidden. Here's the, the kicked off of Patreon. The thing that I really hate, man. I really 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 hate. And I think we've I'm sure we've talked on it before. Maybe this can be the broader topic of the episode. But the notion that because I listen to a thing that I that I approve of it or that I will adopt it, either one is insane. It's a it makes me so crazy. It makes me depressed for people that that view the world in that way, where media is is a threat to them at all times. Like, like, so if you listen to the Patreon episode that we're going to upload, we watched PizzaGate documentaries the other night, and we <laughs> like why. Why should I feel weird for watching that? Other than it has a lot to do with pedo shit, which is to, will make you feel weird. But like, just because you watch a thing, if you're curious, if you have a curious mind, that's like that's haram. Like, yeah. why would you? Why would you expose yourself to such? A, what, what? I think that's. I think. Here's what I uh, speculate. I think the person that says that the art first you you can't separate the art versus the artist. Blah, 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 blah. I think that that person is now full and well truly that is the most basic of basic bitches. That's people that have no relationship with art of any type, right? That's just somebody who is able to say that because they've never had a, a, an a, an emotionally rendering experience with with a piece of art. That, is that what these PizzaGate documentaries did to you? They moved me. <laughs> Yeah. I I found a lot of it very compelling. We don't got to get back into it, but I, I found a lot of it very compelling. Oh no! I found a lot of it very compelling. And this is what people were afraid of. It crawled into your brain. Uh, yes, and now I'm radicalized. I laid eggs. I, <laughs> is there any harm in asking questions, Eric? Mm. Uh, listen, as I said on the Patreon, what the regular episode, which will now be a Patreon. Uh, it makes wild leaps. It's irresponsible because it links people to a fucking pedophile ring. The worst thing in the Western world. It links people who definitely have nothing to do with pedo rings mm. to a pedo ring. That's irresponsible. Not the best documentary film work I've ever seen. And it sucks. Uh, but there are some like, oh, 
That's interesting. What, a little weird. Yeah. Huh. yeah so, so, well, but here's the thing, because so, the, I don't think this even factors into the separate the art from the artist conversation, because that that's its own thing. This is in this instance, you're like the art and the artists are. I I assume that this documentary filmmaker believes in the conspiracy, the Pizzagate, the pedo ring sure. that he's talking about. So the art and the artist are one and the same. You don't have to separate them. Okay, they're the, the same thing. My issue is why can't I absorb what he's about? Oh, the the eggs. The, oh, the eggs, the eggs, in my the brainworm brain eggs, the, yeah, the brainworm eggs, right, yeah, right, they right, get right. in there. They're in there now. It's 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 just that is is what I have a lot of frustration with. And as we see, like, sort of tech tech companies more and more decide what you are allowed to have access to, it like really like makes my stomach turn. I listen. Oh, I mean, we could get into that, but I listened to a forbidden. Forbidden work. Forbidden tomes. I did. Go on. Uh, The Tau Cross uh, re-recorded record. Okay. It was uh, Relapse announced that they would not be putting out Tau Cross is a band I really like. They announced that they would not be putting out the Tau Cross, uh, the last LP, which was supposed to come out two years ago, because the singer snuck into the thank yous, a thank you to a uh, Holocaust skeptic. Uh, I don't think he's a Holocaust denier in the strictest sense of the word, but the last time I got into this fucking parsing of this sort of thing, I got right. myself in trouble. I'm going to leave it alone. At any rate, he falls into the Holocaust, histor- historical revisionism of the Holocaust, a.k.a. Holocaust denial. He's under that umbrella very squarely, right? Right. So anyway, the band falls apart because the other dudes in the band didn't know that this was what the, this guy was off on, yeah, yeah. and they didn't know that... They went, uh, oh. Now, this is a politically-minded individual for a long time. Wasn't Re- he... The, the, so the singer was formerly the singer of Amoebix? That's correct. Okay, so like... Rob Miller, the Baron. Anarcho-crusty kind of type shit. Yep. Okay. So this is a person who... You can say anarcho-politics are fucking moronic, and often they are, particularly like when we're talking about like 23-year-olds... In, it's utopian shit. It's utopian shit. But uh, it's politically minded. It's an individual who who thinks, even if their their thought process is, is limited by their world experience, by a million things, whatever. At any rate, I did not know the record came out because Relapse refused to put it out. He went and said, I'm all right, I'm going to go record it myself. You record it and put it out himself. I did not know it came out because I'm not on Rob Miller's mailing list. Right. Well, time to get on it. Time to get on it. So I listened to it this week. Yeah. And I've got some questions about the Holocaust. <laughs> the, the eggs. The eggs Elite are in eggs. there. The eggs are in there. So so you're saying listening to it turned you into a Holocaust denier. <laughs> I'm not a Holocaust denier. I just have questions. Uh, okay, like Pizzagate. Exactly. Just have questions. Yeah. Is, is there a harm in asking questions? If the answers aren't bad, why can't I ask a question? Mm. Mm. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't understand the fear of brainworms. I'll, I'll expose myself to anybody's idea because I'm a fucking thinking adult. But- I mean, and, you know, we can branch into this. Otherwise, there's going to be podcast. Like, why why is it? Well, we're seeing these tech companies more and more decide what it is 
that you have access to. Yes. And, 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 and as you pointed out the other day, uh, there are things, okay, I don't know how exactly to phrase this. Fauci said shit at the beginning of the pandemic. That he would have been censored from saying by the time, but two months later, he would have been censored by the same outlets that, that pushed him for saying that thing. If he had said it two months later, he would be censored by the same outlets that propagate his message the entire time. So now, to to somebody that wants to write that off, they'll say, "But the science is the the sci- We learn more about the science, but it's not true." Here's the deal, everybody: the majority of Americans are getting all of their science information from one man. If you don't think that there's a problem with that, and if you don't think that there's a problem with tech companies saying, if you don't listen to this one man, if you say anything counter to this one man, you'll be forcibly deleted. If you unpersoned in in the digital realm, if you don't think that that is a frightening precedent, you're too dumb for this podcast. Go listen listen to fucking uh, Pod Save America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's straight up. And it's like, I, I just... I want to live in a world where if I want to seek something out, I can seek it out. Yes. And largely as a, as a child of, you know, the the late 90s, early thousands, the internet is the thing where you seek, you know? I don't go to a fucking library. No, libraries, I, I, I can see that in you, yeah. The library is fucking subsidized housing now. <laughs> it's truly. <laughs> so I, so I, I, it's not, I can't go to it's the like library. It's like a dirtier SRO. There's just men shitting in the hallway. It's 100%. So the internet is is the internet in effect is what is what like the fantasies of 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 centuries of of people have dreamed of it's just a place where all thought and knowledge and and perspective and philosophy it is a place where it all exists and you can carry it around in your fucking pocket. It's a miracle. It's the library at uh, Alexandretta, right? Yeah. Ale- Ale- You're so bad with words. I it's am, crazy. man. It's the library of Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. That's what it is. Yeah. It's that's a fu- it's a fucking miracle. And these billionaires, these billion trillion dollar tech industries want to limit what you're allowed to see because they don't believe you're a person. They don't believe you're smart enough or responsible enough to have access to information. And it's fucked, man. It's fucked. It's fucked how many fucking people are like, well, it's the wrong information. Fuck you. You don't have a curious mind. You don't want to know about things or other people. And it's you suck. You yeah. suck ass. That's what it is. That's what it is. And it's, I just see it, I see it, I see encroachment more and more each day. Yeah. I see more and more things getting dissolved. And what's getting tough is that you're trying to rope me into your shit. Me? Not you. The world is trying to rope me into its shit. I was thinking today, if I have any goal in this life, it's to be fiercely apolitical. That would be my goal. You know what I mean? Is to is to let the world wash over me. I don't give a fuck what happens to you. Just stay stay the fuck away from my shit. You sound white right now. Yeah, white as hell. But when you you keep trying to drag me in, I'm like John Wick. I think I'm out and you fucking all oh, one last job. Yeah. We'll do a podcast that's like a stent that's highly political. Sort of. Does yeah, it, I mean half the time we're talking about jerking off. That's what I'm saying. Like how political is it? Also, how many rules does anybody hear me making for other people? 
you're not Jordan Peterson, so yeah, no rules. Less than twelve. So, oh yeah, back to the fucking Jordan Peterson uh, Red Skull thing. It didn't work as satire, and then the world got mad. What happened? What, what? But he, that wasn't satire, though. It's satire. I. It's sat, it's satire. Katana Hasi coach doesn't believe that Jordan Peterson is a fucking Nazi with a skull oh, head. I think. He, well, not with a skull head, but I do think he. I think Tanahasi coach probably believes that some of the rhetoric that Jordan Peterson speaks is in adherence with white supremacist values. Then Tanahasi coach is dumber than I thought. I, 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 I genuinely... Th- then he's dumber than I thought. Listen, I... Because, listen, like, a lot of these people, a lot of these people that, I mean, Jordan Peterson, for sure, got sucked up into a moment. Sure. Right? Yeah. Like, I wouldn't even classify him as a... Con- I, I, for a while, I was like, he's just a mild conservative. I don't even... I wouldn't even classify him as a conservative. No, there's a lot of debate on if he if he's a classical liberal or if he is... Well... Uh, or if he is, he's a conservative with classical liberal values. Right. And, and you know, who gives a shit? I mean, at the end, like, it, this is these... Like, we've talked about it before these... But uh, listen, you can take an hour and a half and realize that he's not a fucking Nazi. That's No, what, that's, fucking that's, of course That's all not. it is. Like, well, Nazi's a specific word, everybody. And he says... I he said in interviews like I get called the left the the postmodern left loves to classify me as a Nazi which turns me on to Nazis who then look at my shit and then get mad at me because I'm not a Nazi yeah I mean listen they call Ben Shapiro a Nazi Ben Shapiro is a fucking Orthodox Jew and then he gets multiple fucking threats from white power groups a month so like people just throw Nazi around it's like throwing pedo around it's just an internet thing to do I well see so what I'm saying is. Jordan Peterson being one of these guys that got sucked into a moment at a time, you know, 2016, 2017, uh, people talking about the alt-right, people talking about Trump and white supremacy and all this shit. I think for a lot of these people, including Jordan Peterson, there was never any from a there was never any actual um like investigation into this person. Like they had a preconceived notion yes. that because they're talking to white men or something like that, or white men or, or, or because their, their rhetoric is of a certain stripe, they got lumped into alt-right shit. And then people just overwhelmingly decided, Oh, this guy's alt-right and bad, or he's just, he has bad views. And I, I would bet anything. There's not a person in our audience who would take an issue with any of his actual ideological leanings. Not one single person. There's people who might might take issue with the thing that made him famous, which was uh, his protest against uh, compelled speech uh, in his part of Canada, whatever the fuck it was. Yeah. And and because it was a compelled speech uh, thing that fell in into the uh, trans the trans discourse. Uh, uh, what do you even call that? Like trap of fire. You know what I mean? Like, because it fell into that, uh, he became associated with transphobia in some light way. Then that didn't really stick, but somehow the stink wouldn't wash off him. There's people that might take issue with his stance against compelled speech, though. I think if they examined it, probably not even, but well, he's a free speech advocate. Yeah. Which by all, by all stripes, I think in, in people's heart of hearts, Certainly everyone who listens to this podcast, but even I think everyone, woke people, far left people, I think everyone in their heart of hearts values the notion of freedom of speech. 
No. They just don't fucking realize it. I don't agree. I think they do. I don't agree. Because as soon as it gets taken away from them, it'll become a, an issue that they care about. Oh, that's true. But they, but that's not the same as caring about free speech. What they care about is their own interests. Like, well, the, well, I think at heart that's what anybody cares about. That's all anybody cares about. I think you could have um, uh, an, but smart a people moral want- stance against the suppression of speech. I think you can have one without it being purely like, okay. This podcast on occasion gets blue, and on sure. on occasion it gets d- d- edge lordy, right? Sure. But uh, AKA just kind of fun. Yeah, AKA kind of fun. But and I've said a lot of fucked up shit, a lot of shit. I had a blog for like ten years. I've fucking like I've said a lot of shit, but. I'm not so worried about being crushed under the heel of a of, of like a, I, I guess a tech enforcement of uh, 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 of I'm not concerned with being unpersoned by tech firms or, or or physically suppressed by the government. I think at some point they're gonna they're gonna step on podcasts. Oh podcasts. yeah, they will. They I will. think they will. They will. But I'm not. But even I, I think we'd make it through that net. I don't think that we say anything aside from my you know my dated. Joan Benet Ramsey jokes or or like fucking like uh you know like an occasional Dylan Roof uh laugh mm. you know my oh no we're going to start podcasting as you're Dylan Klebold right and I'm Eric Harris it's, people don't even remember who that is I know that's yeah. why we can get away with it we could podcast for a year and a half before anybody <laughs> <laughs> that's probably true we could introduce ourselves you could be uh, you want to be Dylan or you want to be Eric well, there's well, I am Eric. Well, there's there's something that's going to happen with podcasts. Supposedly, I think they were talking about it on Tim Dillon that uh, the d- downloads versus subscribership. Mm-hmm. That if they change that the 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 something about the ads or something like if you're valued based on subscribership, that's going to fuck. If like rather than listens, that's mm-hmm. going to fuck a lot of podcasts out of out of some money. I mean, they can shake everybody out of that. We we don't we don't do advertisers anyway no we don't i mean and 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 i I think we'll retain our listenership mostly which has gone down but whatever um look back to what i was saying before i think smart people value the uh, value the notion of freedom of speech because they understand that any sort of stepping on it will hurt them and their they they value it because it serves their interest you know what i mean people don't think that far ahead like, I think some pe- I think smart people do. Yeah, but I've never seen a I've never seen smart people be the vanguard of any mob. You know what I mean? Of any group of people. Smart people are out in the wilderness. Smart people are like yelling from the fucking you know from behind the trees. John the Baptist. Uh, I think smart people have led things, but I think it's been. I I don't think it's been for any righteous reason. I think no. it's been for their own goals and motivations. They got a giant mob on their side. Would you call me a child? In some ways. You're, you can be petulant. But I think you get off on that. Well, I mentioned this to you earlier. You were talking, you were making a point. It was, it, it, I'm sure it was valid, but you just were talking about leadership. And I straight up saw, like, not red, like, I'd like, I, I like boofed a black pill. You, you know what I mean? Like I just put it right up my ass because I, and I zoned out like I had PTSD. Like I was that dog with the cupcakes, you know, that meme. Oh yeah. yeah. I was the Vietnam dog because I was thinking about it and I was like, yo, I hate leadership in all its forms. Like I hate it. 
Like I hate any, I really in my heart, like I, I don't talk about hating people very much. I think it's like a low class thing to do. I fucking hate anybody who would self-elect to lead others. I hate them. Like I, like I, it hurts me to say that cause I hate saying hate so tacky, but like, I think you're fucked. I think you're like a fucked up person. So you, it's interesting because I think in some ways, I want you to say what you want to say. I can't say what the word that springs to my mind when I think of a leader. Like it, it's a it's a bad word because it reminds me of like from high school wrestling coach to the president of the United States. I just have like this very like thing that would get me in trouble thing that comes out of my mouth when I when I think about them. Yeah. I, I I straight like you don't see somebody that just says like follow me and go who the fuck are you the fuck are you i'm the guy in the i'm the guy in the science fiction action movie who would die first right because you wouldn't you wouldn't if there was a crisis you wouldn't rally around someone else yeah precisely but why so there's nothing in you that would self-elect to be the person that you wouldn't lead the you wouldn't lead the the people out of the world trade center no <laughs> no. If you were on, if you were on uh, the 50th floor, and you and you the door was jammed, and you kicked the door down, you wouldn't go. All right, everybody, follow me. No. You just take off. Yeah. <laughs> like you fucking George Costanza, you just you'd step over dead bodies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, wow. But, uh, advocate for yourself. Maybe you'll find other people that are in the same boat as you. Good luck. What if, what if what if one of the women in the World Trade Center was on the phone with their husband and said, I tried to follow this guy, but he just he, he stepped on my hand. No, no, no. He stepped on my leg and I couldn't move and now the, the tower's coming down. So this, this is my, this is <laughs> weird to be memorialized like that. Um, it, it is, uh, I'd like to keep, you know, you, you're doing a good job lately of trying to keep us funny instead of uh, self-righteous, but I'm just, you, so you're going to have to course correct in a second. All right. Uh, I think the most moral thing you can do is to not stand in another person's way. It's not your job to fucking lead them. It's it's not your job. Like, in fact, I think it's wrong. I, th- I think it's wrong. You think it's morally wrong to, to, to be someone else's advocate? I think it's morally wrong to, well, if they can speak for themselves... Yeah, I think it's wrong. Don't center your white voice. Oh, now you're using their language. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. I'm, I'm in the matrix now. So you turn that around. It's interesting because I think people, I think a small amount of people see you as a voice of wisdom, right? <laughs> Yo, correct your lives. <laughs> I think, because I think you, I think potentially you could have you have some of the charisma, and you have some of the small little following that you could lead your own. You could have your own little cult, but you deny that. I resent the fact that I am band leader. Oh, like I, I don't but even self-elected to that position. Yeah, and I, res- I don't like that I have to do that. Right, you don't like that you have to rely on other people to express yourself in those art forms. Well, that's true, but that's a different issue. What I mean is, like, I. I thought about this today because I really like my bands and it's true enough that I would want my voice 
heard. So in that respect, I, I guess I'm forcing my views onto people in, in whatever leadership role that is. But, and now it'd be difficult to separate myself from it. It'd be difficult to relinquish it in whatever respect, but that's the point. That's actually the point to me is that once you're put in those leadership positions, nobody exits them willfully and gracefully. No, no peaceful transition to power ever, ever. Nobody ever wants to give up like, because, and I get it right. Like, like I've said on occasion, Hey, I do not want to be the head of this band. Please somebody take this off my fucking hands. But then the second that they start fucking it up, I go to give me, give me, give me, give me that shit. Stop, shut the fuck up. You know what I mean? Like, because that's the way that in whatever limited capacity I've ever had power in my life. That's the way that power works is that you don't want to relinquish it. It's like the fucking infinity fucking hand. Right, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You could, you could become, because, so your two main art forms, right? You, you're, you're the singer in a bit in, in some bands and you're a comic book writer. Yes. Both of those things require people more talented than me. 100%. Sure. I, I wasn't going to put it like that, but yeah. I mean, that's a fact though. Yeah. Um, in order for you to express yourself, you require the labor of other talented artists. That's a fact. So what you got to do is mm. stand-up comedy. That's just you. Yeah, that's true. You're within the parameters of the art form, but it's just you. When I was unemployed a couple years ago, and I didn't have shit going on in my life, I living in my fucking parents' basement in Queens, mm-hmm. eating refried beans. Yeah, oh, yeah. Stand-up. Be- best of times. Stand-up and, and, and gym. Those are the two things I did with my life. I did open mic and I worked on my body. Also drank myself to sleep every night, but whatever. I have two jokes though. So you got to work on it. I literally sat down and was like, I'm going to write some funny jokes. I got I, two. I can't remember any of the bits that I did, but I remember people laughing sometimes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, when do we open here? June? G- yeah, I think mid-June, June 15th. What should my stand-up name be? Should I go every week, every night? Mm, slappy Hitler. Slappy Hitler, not bad. <laughs> Memorable. Yeah. You could see me, uh, my photo on the outside of the Laugh Factory, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then and then from there, it's just a hop and a skip to the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Dane Cook and Slappy Hitler are the uh, <laughs> two guys on the marquee. You get, a, you, get a, you get a star on the Walk of Fame. Someone gets smashed in the head with a crowbar, bleeds out, right, right where your main achievement sits. I think the smarter move in 2021 mm-hmm. is to be a nameless executive. Yes. <laughs> yes, nameless producer. A life so much better. Man. Oh my god. So much better. So much fucking better. Uh unless you unless you were working with Joss Whedon. Then you got fired. You got fired for hiring. Yeah, him. you got fired for So everybody that doesn't know I was talking to like a Hollywood sleazebag the other day who was explaining to me like a plugged in Hollywood sleazebag, not like the guy with the cart on Hollywood Boulevard, uh, who was explaining to me, it wasn't just Joss Whedon that hung for Joss Whedon. There was like three people of pretty large stature in the industry who all swung at the exact same time that he did. They lost their jobs for affiliating themselves with him. That sucks. Yeah. God. Particularly because the accusation against him is like, it's weird once it see here's the real concern is that once you're targeted you're fucking marked for death yeah that's it because like, the initial allegation against joss whedon for anybody that doesn't remember is that he cheated on his wife that was the whole of the accusation to me 
while cheating on your wife is bad behavior. I don't know if it's really a my business sort of thing. Sure. And and, and it shouldn't. Should it preclude you from working again in your life? I don't know. I, I don't fucking think, hope not. I don't think it does. I don't know. Maybe. It's a, It's it sucks. It's shitty. Is there any doubt that, that it's also definitely no one's business and it's definitely like there, wait, based on that there's no doubt that me too is just like a weird like bipolar revenge fantasy, right? Well, hang on. His cancellation did it come from like his wife? I don't even yes. think it, it did. Oh, yeah. it did. Yeah. She aired it out online. Yes, she said that's, she, see, that's, here was the accusation shit. was that he was a fake feminist because while he was with her, he was sleeping with younger, hotter like you know, like uh, like production assistants and shit. People that looked up to him. So all he really did was cheat on his wife, but you could kind of bake into it an abuse of power, even though there was no suggestion of that by the actual quote unquote what would be victims if such a thing was the case here. There was none of that. All it was was wife saying, yeah, he's a sleazebag. He was fucking around the whole time. Okay, so the only thing that I saw was um, Charisma Carpenter, the actress with a very dumb name that, that, that came that came later though yeah okay well so, that was the only thing i that was like the major thing that people were yelling at him for that he like was mean to her when she worked on buffy right so he was marked he was fucking years ago. 30 years ago you'd think that if you were a well-adjusted person you'd move on in some respect but it, okay trauma 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 uh he was marked for death when he cheated on his wife and then later that didn't get him out of here because, of course, it wouldn't. It's absurd. But then they bring out this accusation that he was discriminatory against Charisma Carpenter for her be getting fat when she was pregnant. Right? So it was like basically like... I remember they, they, there was like one of the... Uh, she said that he like purposely made the call time like 1 a.m. Yes. Man. I mean, look. So Eric and I are going to sound insensitive as fuck because... I worked for a guy that used to call me a stupid, ugly retard, and Eric has worked in television. As a PA. These are places where... No one was having sex with me. Well... <laughs> just getting shit on every day. These are places where you get shit on. Shit on. So... You want to work in film? How about you do the all the jobs no one else wants to do for no money? Yeah. <laughs> for years. For years! So... We don't think that people should be shit on necessarily. Well, if they're idealistic young fucks, it's fun to shit on them. It is fun to shit on, but but I'm saying like we don't want workplace no, ab- abuses. Obviously not. But at the same time, it's kind of important to be honest about a workplace abuse. What is that? Is it a call time at one a.m.? I've I've done call times at one a.m. When I did extra work, I ran into a PA who had worked 30 hours in the last 36. Oh, <laughs> that's worse than me. I've worked 20-hour days. It fucking sucks ass. So You start to get the crazy eyes after six, six like, look at my eyes. You start looking like this, and you go, I'm not tired. Yeah, this well, this woman, tired. I don't want to... Go ahead, shit on my career. I don't give a fuck. I'm not talking about it. No, I, I was going to shit on women. Oh, okay. Uh, no, who I was, uh, was going to shit on is actually like, this sounds really specific. Okay. My girlfriend is really into like Korean skincare, like 30 step process sort of shit. You know what I mean? Like that ritual shit where you do. Ten- sure. Yeah. Yeah. 
And like, it's like whatever type of weird, it's, it's probably like a form of magic, right? The, m- m- the alchemy. Hell, uh, Thelema. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, the Golden Dawn. Yeah, well, I think that's a racist group. So, <laughs> uh, so, she's, her skin is perfect and she's maintaining, but it's a, it's a discipline and a ritual. Yeah, no doubt. Staying up for 30 hours works against your skin you're losing the elasticity in your skin it builds plaque on your frontal lobe yeah that's no doubt it's no good so uh, what what i'm saying is like but that's the price you pay for a dream see not really i don't know if a dream yeah it's not really, not really. it doesn't go anywhere <laughs> the way you get your dream is if you're born the right person yes that's you precisely fucking right. idiot that's precisely right uh there's no le- so an episode i don't think we'll make it because we got more than enough patreon content this month is Eric and I just went through the IMDb of the people that wrote Kong versus Godzilla, where <laughs> we determined that they went from intern to one credit to writing Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, yeah. It was like it was like UCLA intern <laughs> short movie. Yeah, working for Disney. So everybody I don't want to blackpill you and tell you that you can't have shit if you weren't born elite. But it would have helped if you were born elite. It would really help. You better you better get used to working really fucking hard yeah. for a long fucking time. And if that's not for you, move to Sarasota and sell weed. Word. Yeah, definitely. Life's not that serious. <laughs> no, certainly not. Not <laughs> in 2021. Most of your fucking dreams are stupid anyway. They're dumb as shit. I mean, I always advocate for... Well... Historically, I've advocated for following your dreams because life is tragically short, and you know tomorrow there'll probably be a solar flare that burns us all up. So, is, if you're going to spend time on this earth, do do it chasing something you want. However, thirty going on thirty one year old Eric says, "Get into finance, you fucking idiot. Get into finance. <laughs> Make a lot of money at a young age, and then finance your dreams." Let's see. Let's see if Patrick is up. Crypto, crypto update. Patrick's up eight hundred or nine hundred dollars currently. It's pretty good. So everybody, here's the dream. We're gonna try to turn uh, six thousand dollars into. Uh, l- let's shoot for sixteen thousand by the end of this year. Can it be done, Eric? Hey everybody, it's your pal Eric here to talk to you about Factor. Eating better is easy with Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Two-minute meals fuel up fast with Factor's restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. Pancakes, smoothies, and more. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day like breakfast, midday bites, and more. No prep, no mess meals. Factor's meals are ready to heat and eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Flexible for your schedule. Get as much or as little as you needed by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. 
Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Head to factormeals.com slash worstpossible50, that's worstpossible50, and use code worstpossible50 to get 50% off. That's code worstpossible50 at factormeals.com slash worstpossible50 to get 50% off. It's half off, people. Come on. Go to factormeals.com now and use our promo code worstpossible50. Thank you to Factor for sponsoring the show. I mean, if we if we keep going through life pretending like everything's okay. Yeah, then I'll be killing it. If pretending like this empire isn't actively crumbling and decaying around us. And we're just trading imaginary files for millions of dollars. Yeah. <laughs> yes. If we can keep those rose-colored glasses fixed, to, sutured to our face. Yeah, if we can sell the Minion or Debob meme <laughs> for for $25 million. If you can carry that through December, then yeah. I don't, I don't see why not. But if, one, if, if for one minute the buzz sort of fades and we black in... And we go, wait, wait a second. Wait, Where am I? Where wait, am I? Wait, hang on. Hang on. Uh, the, and then the bottom just falls out. The, dom- the dominoes fall. You just start projectile vomiting and shooting diarrhea out of your ass all at once. Ebola, Ebola failure. Yeah, just your organs turn into slop that come out of your fucking rectum. Financially. Financially speaking. And then you just, and then as soon as all the diarrhea leaks out, your ass just gets filled with cocks. So let's play a game. By 2022, does Patrick has Patrick doubled his money? I couldn't say. I'm not a. I'm not, if it I'm, goes to zero, I'll suck a dude off for money. <laughs> You'll be on Hollywood Boulevard. If it goes to zero, this is my promise. If it goes to zero, I'll prostitute myself. Okay. Wow, that's a big commitment. A big commitment. Uh, I'm. I'm not. I'm not a financial forecaster. This I is could. my promise to our listeners. <laughs> I've never had a penis in my mouth in my entire life. I'll do it tomorrow. Everyone, clip it. <laughs> clip it clip it clip this clip this use uh, this later hold yeah. me to it yeah uh i couldn't say i couldn't say you're the one who watches all these fucking weirdos uh talk about finance all day yeah that's my plan for tonight yeah i mean this is your plan every night i'm gonna sit on the couch i don't have any f- snacks left yeah i've been eating so many dates and and uh and sunflower butter the nachos like a pound of it a day yeah I'm rec- watch those dates, man. Very high in sugar. Yo, I'm rec- they recklessly put weight on me. I got a dumpy ass now. <laughs> you might as well be eating ice cream. Yeah, no, no doubt. I eat enough dates that I may as well eat a, a pint of ice cream. Point ice is, cream. I'm going to sit on the couch. I'm going to get all comfy, right? Maybe I'll look at my phone. Maybe I'll, 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 I'll who knows? Maybe I'll just scratch my ass. Yeah. But in the back, I'm going to watch a skinny autistic guy. <laughs> Talk about how this is a once in a lifetime opportunity, and we have to invest. Your you have to beg, borrow, or steal to get ten thousand dollars to invest in altcoins today. I really i I hate how much of a because I by by no stretch did I become a finance bro, but I am realizing money is all that's real. It's I won't go that far, but it's very important. It's all that's real. I've I've not had a lot of it for most of my life. I mean, you know, I have a family. I've been comfortable. I've never really wanted for much. However, once you start to get 
once you once you pass twenty nine, and you're still living with another guy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and and in LA that's acceptable. But to our listeners, to you know what? I bet our listeners in the Midwest just assume you and I are gay. There's no doubt, which is fine. But because they don't know any, me- the only men that live with men in their world are like dudes in like rehab facilities and gays. This is a halfway house. Yeah. This yeah. So so <sighs> once you pass that marker and 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 you look at like I look at my job and I'm I'm not hurting. But I look at the ceiling and I go, you know, that's 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 okay, I guess. No, that's discouraging. It's just a little discouraging. Yeah. Because not that I necessarily want to, you know, because look, it's a lot like you like the you used to like the guys on YouTube that there wasn't there some guy you followed that he would make he made six figures working on an oil rig, yep. but he lived in his car. Yeah. So he. He has a nice house that he sends money back to, and the epic one on there, it's Bo knows, Bo spelled B-E-A, however you spell the name, Bo. Um, he, the epic was when he hopped in his truck and drove from Texas to Florida in a straight shot because his wife was trying to leave him. He was sending money back... He was sending money back to to Florida while he was sleeping in a, a rented trailer with another dude in, you know, Mule Shoe, Texas. I can't, I can't imagine why she'd want to dip. I mean, he's mailing home fucking a quarter million dollars, like, and they're people that really don't. These are not people built to save a lot of money. In, yeah, but she probably has fucking cobwebs in her pussy. Yeah, that's what she said. Yeah. So the, the the craziest thing I've seen in my life, the most like American thing I've ever seen in my life, was uh, she on the uh, on the bed, he trying to get ass, and she's just laying in the bed vaping, saying, "Don't touch me," <laughs> in their beautiful home. Oh my god! I say beautiful home in their big home. Yeah, it's really tacky piece of shit. But is in Florida. Yeah. yeah. Was, Florida's not so bad. Florida's looking pretty good these days. I'll be honest. I live in Florida in a heartbeat. You love Florida. I can't do the humidity. I live for it. But you know, they're the the last state with real freedom. Um, yeah, I mean, so what, what was my point? These, so in terms of my own wealth, right? Like, I look at like these like stately mansions that are like you know super luxury, like fifty million plus, giant. Giant, like forty-two bedrooms and a fucking guest house, and a, you got acres of land in in a really, you know, coveted area. I wouldn't be comfortable living in a place like that. I would find it weird and scary because I'm a poor person mm. and I grew up in poverty. It's not true. I grew I grew up in very middle class existence. So what I'm saying is like. I don't necessarily want for much, despite not having a lot. Uh, however, I'd like a little more. And <laughs> I look at the ceiling for my job and stuff like that, and I go, is this going to, is, I don't know if I'm. You, is, you're going to say, I can't afford that home in Malibu next to the one of the women that started BLM? Like, I would want, I don't want the stately museum-like fucking mansion, but, may, you know. It'd be cool to have a house in the hills. 
Oh, see, I don't even. <clears throat> I want. My, here's my ambitions. Yeah. Small house. Ruckus. Mule shoe. Mule shoe. Mule shoe. Texas. Low property. Low property tax. Low state tax. Mm. We're gonna have to move to Texas. I think Texas is over. It's it's uh, it might be. It's played. I think we got to move. It's very played. There's no doubt about that. Where's the next spot? I bet Phoenix. Why don't you come to Perth with me? Oh, I no, dude. I can't get on a nineteen hours or something. Fifteen hours. Fifteen hours. I think it's I, a lo- it's a long trip. I can't do it, bro. That's what's scaring you. I cannot do it. Once once a flight is over like six hours, I get very agitated. Oh yeah, you mentioned this. You you, you like become an active shooter. I can't I can't do more than you that. You become the uh, shoe bomber. I could maybe if I got like super first class. I want like the Dubai, you know, Air Dubai where they give you showers and yeah, shit. There's like a feet. mall. There's like a you can get a fucking pedicure or something. Mm. That's what I want. If I'm gonna if I'm gonna do a flight that long, that's what I need. I need there to be a Spencer's Gifts on the plane. <laughs> a hot topic. Uh-huh. Yeah. An Orange Julius. <laughs> Orange Julius. <laughs> you need an R- it, it, That's what they serve in first class. Orange yeah. Julius is in Wetzel's Pretzels. Wetzel's Pretzels and, and Annie's Pretzels, <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, Australia, you know. I'm American, man. I'm, an Amer- I'm a red-blooded American. Yeah. You know? Fourth generation. Sure. Something okay. like that. Congrats. Who fucking knows? Do you know what the Australian trash tattoo is? What is that? Kangaroo? No. So they had a famous outlaw. Okay. Who, Crocodile Dundee. Bef- when he was shot to death. <laughs> which 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 sequel was that? Or maybe 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 he was hung after he was caught. At any rate, he made a little like homemade armor. So like there's all, all over uh, uh, Australia there's you'll see this guy in a metal Dr. Doom mask and that's, that's him. He made like a thing so he could like get shot by, by police without it killing him. Right. That's like cool. uh, back to the future three style. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> and, uh, I guess his last words were such, uh, such as life. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I want to say that's his, let's see, I'm gonna look it up right now at any rate, but that's the tattoo that everybody gets. I think that's, I think that's what it is. Hold that's on. what his last words were. Hold on. Let's see. It wasn't like you bloody drongos. You, you bloody drunk. Why are you such a bloody drongo? As he gets shot in the face. Uh, let's see. No, that's not it. Oh yeah, it is. Let's see. The thing, the thing I like most about Australia is when, if someone's acting crazy or weird, they say that the guy's cooked. I like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Michael says cooked all the time. His brain is cooked. Uh, Ned Kelly's last words. Ned Kelly was the guy, but his last words were Bloody such, such is life. So, like, that's their Tasmanian devil tattoo. Cool. Like, if you're just a bag of shit, you know what I mean? Like, if you're just like a, a dude who, like, smokes cigarettes, sits on his car, like... You know, fucking can't hold a job, sh- right. shows up drunk the third day of work. Yeah. <laughs> like, then you get a such as life tattoo. That's cool. I'd get that tattoo. My, uh, the woman who took my virginity had a gem in the holograms tramp stamp. Jesus Christ, that's good. <laughs> that's cool, right? That's good. Um, yeah, Washington Heights, 153rd Street. No, 159th Street. 
and Amsterdam. 2012. Lost my virginity. Tell me about it. It's good times. Uh, she was an out of work. Good start. Aspiring Broadway person who eventually uh, packed up and moved to Ohio. Moved back to Ohio. Got married. How every dream does. Basically. She was cool. Um, what else we got? Do you, do you have any any notes? Uh, just the Substack War. The Substack War. Did we talk about that? No. No. So we want to go in on that. Yo, I think it's very funny how Substack went from fledgling, like nothing sort of company to like <laughs> the fucking target of, peop- of, of a lot of ire for very dumb reasons. Go in. So we probably did talk about this. I, I, I'm just going to give... It's escalating. I'm gonna, yeah, it's escalating. It's a hot war now. <laughs> so everybody, here's the deal. Most of you probably know what Substack is. Maybe some of you don't. It's just a blogging site where you can charge. It's like, I guess, in some respects, Patreon for yeah. fucking nerds. For writers, yeah. Yeah. So <clears throat> it it's made a good amount of money for people who are run out of traditional media or fled traditional media. So... Uh, and there's a lot of them. There's a lot of those refugees. And they're essentially working on the same model that some of you enjoy us on Patreon in, which is you pay a monthly thing and you get content. Seems to work. Very fractured market at the moment where everybody's charging for everything. Everybody's their own business. It's getting really... Crowded. It's really crowded out here for like just people trying to make stuff. And it's what's so what's inevitably going to happen is what always happens. There's going to be consolidation. So people that aren't powerful enough are going to get together under one umbrella. And then the big names are going to start exploiting people underneath their own umbrella. It's just going to be cable. It's cable. The pigs always wear pants, everybody. That's the fucking lo- rules. So uh, Substack gets some of these big names, journalists. Listen, everybody, when you're a big personality, big name, marquee, quote unquote, journalist, you're probably there because you didn't say the exact thing that everybody loves. You got a couple controversial opinions or you've reported on stuff that's uncomfortable. Yep. Those people end up on the platform. Because they're, they're the controversy that they draw, no one likes in 2021. No corporate entity likes but many people are willing to pay for. Yeah. A few of these guys are becoming rich. Well, it doesn't make them untalented. No. Or good writers. Or that people don't want it. It's provable that people don't want it. It's provable people want it. That f- fact is plain. Th- that that So that's the most interesting thing to me. What, that corporations are currently garroting themselves instead of making money? That there is a clear desire for diversity of opinion. But... The, that these tech companies and 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 legacy journalist companies want want a monoculture very desperately. Yes, they want one sort of opinion mouthpiece. Yes, but it's very evident that people want alternatives to that mouthpiece. Yes, and it's really crazy to see the fight that's happening right now to try and shut that shit down. And the way that it's really being done, the freakiest part to me is the way that, like, they're trying to incept public opinion. Yes. You know what I mean? That's the freakiest shit. 
that they're just like, does Substack have a white supremacy problem? Like, what the fuck? Right. So that's the nefarious part of asking questions is when you when they're leading questions or when they're meant to put a germ into people's minds that it's not even there. Like the, the, there's no substance to your claim. You're just trying to create smoke without a fire. So that's all crooked journalist shit, but I'm used to that. Here's the deal, everybody. People that are making much less on Substack want it to be Tumblr. That's what they want. They want it to be another woke playground for 30 something, uh, women and non-binary folks who like, want to trade anime gifts. You know what I mean? Like really make it as harmless as possible sort of place. They're not as powerful a voice. So they're doing dirty tactics to win. They're making accusations against the biggest names and trying to wage a boycott and trying really the ultimate goal is to strong arm Substack by claiming that Substack, by giving it the mark of death, that it's Gab. Right, yeah. So It's Parler. Yeah, it's Parler. Yeah. So, so this is, everybody, this is a thing Eric and I talked about in regards to BitChute. Be very mindful of who is telling you some organization is alt-right. Yeah. Be very mindful. That's like your government, that's like the United States telling you, Who's Al Qaeda? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, be careful. It might be. You know what I mean? It's, sure, could be. I don't trust them to know. Well, it's. I think that what they've realized is they can put. If they just, if they want you, if something goes against their corporate interests, and they want you to be against it, so that you're de facto. In all all for, you've got to say is. All you've got to say is Trump. Yep. Trump like it. Trump. It's like Trump, and yep. everyone go no. Yep. And then they hate it. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they're on the side of your corporate culture. Yep. Um I mean it it is interesting, right? Because there is I mean, there's no doubt that parlor attracted to people of a certain An audience strike. of a sort, sure. Yeah. But it's interesting because the debate around that should be, well, that may be true. That may be evident if you look at parlor. However, in spirit, what is this thing? It's it it's also goes into the eight kun eight chan argument. This is just a blank piece of paper for people to write on. Yep. And we and I'm sorry to report that a lot of people like to write fucked up things. Yeah. And and we don't have a policy that removes people from writing fucked up things because this is the notion of what are what we believe in in freedom of speech. Yeah. People be fucked up. People be fucked up. That's just is what it is. It is what it is. And and guess what? If you if you go there and you don't like yo, <laughs> I've looked at eight chan. I don't like looking at eight chan. Pretty rewarding experience. <laughs> it's fucking horrifying. It's it's not for the the it's not for the softs. No, that's a fact. So I, guess what I do? I don't look at eight chan. <laughs> I don't look pussy man. I don't look at parlor. Uh, you know. But but that's this is where sort of the the interesting debate comes from is like if it's just if it's essentially just a bulletin board for anyone to yes. pin their note cards to yes it should surprise no one that some some small sliver of the population 
but larger than you'd hope, is going to have views you don't care for. Yeah. I guess what it comes... I mean, it depends what you're trying to be, right? If Twitter is trying to be a large platform that encompasses a, a large wealth of people, well, there's going to be a lot of complaining about the fringy stuff. Yep. The offensive stuff. The edgelord, your, your white nationalists, your Nazis. So... As a private company, if they make a policy that says, hey, you can't fucking harass people, you post a swastika, we're taking you off, that's going to that's gonna be a more appealing place for people to go to, and then you grow. But not everything is Twitter, and the notion of a free internet, it doesn't have to be, it d- doesn't have to be the thing that you want it to be. It has no obligation. That's correct. In Substack's case, yep, there was a boycott where they tried basically to get everybody woke and specifically everybody who was trans to get off the fucking platform in a protest move. In a in an effort to leverage, because these people want to utilize Substack, they're clear about that. They just want the people they want off of it, off of it. Which, to me, is about as evil as things get. But that's I'll let our listeners decide if they think that trying to prevent people from making money is good or bad. You know, yeah, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> it's up to you. Um, but here's what I found interesting. There is a figure named James Doyle, formerly Sadie Doyle, I mention that because he makes it confusing because he's unwilling to give up his verified check mark on Twitter. So he continues to dead name himself on Twitter instead of giving up the verified check mark. Hmm. So on Twitter, this person is Sadie Doyle, but that is not this person's name. This person is a man. Uh, although I read, I read his uh, feed today and, and he says that, He's he's not like a he's not he's still trying to make up his mind about it himself. So so like he's like not particularly uh, militant about the, the the pronouns necessarily. So the point is James Doyle. I don't know if he was leading the thing or what, but he was one of the voices in the let's pull the talent from Substack. And let's get these people banned until, and we won't come back, blah, blah, blah. Unless they do. Their group reached out to two writers. I guess prominent enough, though, not a lot of followers, to be frank. I think like 1,800 followers. Which, is nothing to sneeze at if that's Eric and I. But is not really... It's not Matt Taibbi. Yeah, it's not Matt Taibbi. <laughs> so... It's not it's not Glenn Greenwald. No. So Substack is a subscription model, but it also offers some creators, some writers, uh uh salaries, basically. Or at least deals. And in my favorite moment of this year so far. <laughs> hold on. I'm gonna find this because I enjoyed it that much. 
Uh, let's see. Substack. I I love this move. Like the, the, the there's a uh, here we go. Oh no, I'm sorry, not James Jude. My fault, everybody. Uh, Jude Doyle is the name of this person. So, uh, this is the part that I like. <laughs> Jude and Jude's group w- want to these two people to j- join their thing, right? And in my favorite move, (laughs) I want to be, this is from Jude Doyle himself. At this point, I want to be clear and public about the nature of my frustration with the Laverleys. Okay, so the Laverleys are the couple that uh, took, well, I'll get to it. When people were discussing collective action, Grace and Danny were invited to participate. They ghosted us. Next, we knew they'd both signed Substack deals. Four, I want to mention a two-year the the I think the lady I don't know what the, you got a two-year deal uh, for half a million dollars, right? Yeah, like four four hundred fifty thousand maybe. Two-year deal, not so bad, right? Not Partic- bad. Particularly because before that, you were probably making a month five thousand. Yeah, and in what is kind of shade, your most popular piece of work on there it was narrative fiction from the perspective of a goose that's not bad honestly okay well that sounds i wouldn't think the audience would be that big (laughs) yeah probably not that big so (laughs) but but it sounds interesting here's my at least it's different here's my favorite danny in particular was put on an email chain he said he'd quote read it in the morning the next we heard, he was publicly telling people not to boycott Substack, calling it ill-advised, etc. He did not disclose he was working out a six-figure deal when he said those Ooh. things. Here's the part that I love, everybody. I, and Patrick's about to go off, so Eric's going to have to bring me right back, all right? No one wants them not to be paid, but Danny is a very famous author with a steady column. Grace has tenure. The argument that they took these deals out of financial necessity is unconvincing. Many people live comfortably. Everybody, I want you to remember this. I, yeah. Please, this is the part that I want you to remember. And this is where Patrick defends Bezos. It becomes the me. <laughs> Many people live comfortably on an income closer to zero than to 600000 Yo, that's... I hate Jude. <laughs> I fucking hate Jude, man. Read that, read that sentence again. The argument that they took these deals out of financial necessity is unconvincing. Many people live comfortably on an income closer to zero than to 600,000. By the way, that one got seven retweets. <laughs> income, people, people live more comfortably on an income. More people, many people live comfortably on an income closer to zero. Define comfortably. Than to 600,000. Well, that's what I would ask Jude. I would say, Jude. I was living under $12,000 living in New York City. I can assure you there was nothing fucking comfortable about it. And I get mad at the implication. Mad. So, so like, it, it is... This is... When we talk about champagne socialism... Yeah. This is... This person's lit on champagne. Yeah. You know what I mean? And trying to tell me how to be a socialist. Yeah. Get this shit the fuck out of my face. Everybody... There's a lot of shit I won't say yes to for money. Eric and I are constantly being beleaguered with ad revenue 
from vape companies. <laughs> and yeah. I won't take it. No. But I understand that that's my choice. Yeah. Patrick's choice. Yeah. Right? This individual's making a choice for this individual. Yeah. I don't tell you not to make your fucking money. Yeah. Unless you're Pete Davidson. You need to quit your job immediately. You're a pathetic <laughs> shell of a man. What you've done to yourself is pit- pitiful. You got to get out. It's tell him that people live more comfortably, more people live comfortably closer to zero than his, whatever his uh, SNL salary Do you is. think she could, uh, pardon me, do you think he can believe that? Uh... I would suggest reading it out loud next time. <laughs> That's what I. And 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 if everyone, if anyone ever suggested to me that uh, you shouldn't take the money that you're being offered, because actually a lot of people live more com- live comfortably on an. I I would say suck on the fucking exhaust pipe from my Tesla if it had one, bitch. Goodbye. 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 Yo, what a fucking low life thing to say. Anyway. Um, I, I just personally find it so reprehensible that I don't know the Laverlees. I don't know if they've got children. I don't know what the deal is. But the idea that you, a person I don't know who doesn't live in my house, would tell me not to take 600000 you make me fucking sick. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, look, if somebody said that to me, I'd laugh and I'd take the 600000 Yeah. But I'd be inclined to punch them as well. <laughs> I, I, the idea that you would have the audacity to tell me. It's also not like the Laverleys are doing something that is reprehensible. That would be an argument if you were like, you know, like yeah. uh, you're collaborating with the Nazis. Right, blah, right, blah, right. Blah. Well, what are they doing? They're, they're just. They're deciding to stay with Substack because Substack offered them a, a, lot, a, of a lot of money. But and 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 could. What's the reasonable explanation for why they shouldn't stay with Substack? What is the stink on Stub- Substack in the first place? Substack, Did I miss this? Substack, well, in the case of uh, uh, Jude, Jude says that as long as Glenn, Glenn Greenwald is on Substack, uh, he will not be on Substack. What did Glenn Greenwald do? Glenn Greenwald has addressed uh, trans issues, so therefore Glenn Greenwald is a transphobe in the eyes of Jude. Is it the, is it's specifically the trans thing? Yes. So let me be clear about this, everybody. Eric and I don't get into the trans shit for the, exactly this reason. Because once you have anything on the record about it, if somebody does not like you and has a grievance about anything else, they will bring it up in an effort to defame you. And, and well, I would just say, furthermore, I mean, what you, everything you said is, is true enough. But I would also say, I'm not educated enough to necessarily talk on it. And I know we have more than a few trans listeners, and I don't want to fucking condescend down to them you know what i'm saying not well, necessarily I, not condescend but like i think a lo- i think our trans listeners would probably given that they're listeners i think that they would immediately recognize that you and i are trying to work through the cis perspective sure you know what i mean like trying to figure out like because a thing that i actually get offended by in some ways is that you can't talk about this stuff like you're dumb and i think that's unfair oh okay i see what you're saying yeah like my father doesn't understand a goddamn thing about trans issues. It's not wrong for him to ask from an ignorant perspective. That's sure. how he would learn. Yeah, that's how you learn things. So You start out ignorant. Yes. So yeah. I, I get mad at this notion that everybody has to be approaching you as though they read a million books on the subject. Everybody. 
Nobody cares about other people's problems enough to read books. <laughs> Certainly not me. <laughs> so like I find that whole don't uh, you know I'm not going to do this labor for you blah blah blah. I I find that whole shit we've talked about it. That's disingenuous as fuck. Yeah. But I don't think a single maybe everybody's got a problem with everything, but I don't think many I don't think there's a, even a percentage-wise of our trans listeners who would think that what our ultimate questions or viewpoints are on the subject would be offensive to them. I don't, I don't imagine that would be the case, but we still don't talk about it in large part because once you're on the record, if somebody has a problem with you, they will weaponize it against you. Seemingly. Yeah. seems to be the case ultimately. Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show. Wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today. And uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts. Um, one thing our listeners do say, and I do you have any more to say about the Substack thing? Just that if you try to stand in the way of some making $600,000, you better have a good rationale. You better have like a moral rationale that is impenetrable, and you still should not expect anybody to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't. Yeah, that's. Yeah. One thing our listeners say is that um, too often they find us agreeing. Okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna pitch something to you that I know that there's contention on sure. between us. What the fuck's your problem with bananas? They're for poor people, and I hate them. This is so stupid. It's such a stupid thing that I can't even understand where that this notion comes from. They're a gas station food. They're Cheetos. They're bananas. Don't act like that's sacrosanct. Like we can't question bananas. It's a fruit. It's a fucking. It's a. It's a. It grows on a tree. Sort of. It's a corporate fruit. <laughs> it's not a Cheeto. It's essentially. I like Fritos, but it's a, it's a step below Fritos. It's like between Fritos and Cheetos. I love Fritos too, but I we won't talk about that because we'd be agreeing on something. Bananas are great. Bananas are a food that you eat to fill yourself. When you can't afford real food, it's well, it, you know what it is. You're actually the worst because I see you in the morning eating fucking oatmeal with bananas. It's the only thing I can eat in the morning. Those are two. Those are two, that's your body telling you not to eat. Those are two foods that you that their only purpose yes is to fill you. Yes, they serve them in North Korean prison camps. <laughs> this is, well, probably no. I I doubt they'd get bananas, but they probably do get some kind of. Porridge, gruel, yes. oatmeal, tasteless horse shit. It's, listen, if you're making more than, I'm going to go low here. If you're making more than $22,000 a year and you're eating a banana, if you've had a banana this year and, and you're above the poverty line, even in rural Tennessee, you're fucking up. This is even weirder than your hatred of mountains, but we won't even get into that. It's also so fucking stupid. They're just stupid rocks. Oh my God, this, <laughs> this is insanity. But- a banana. What if I just like the fucking taste of a banana? Yeah, I would need to see your brain waves. 
it <laughs> it makes the oatmeal a little bit better. The thing about so the- would spit. Oatmeal's bad. Listen, I would love to eat fucking. Pan- I would love to eat nachos for breakfast every day, like you do. Yeah, you should. But then you, I don't want to be a fat shit. So you eat a thing that's low in sugar mm. that fills you up. Mm. You throw some blueberries in there. Yep. You throw a, ban- a little half banana in there. Sure. You put a little almond butter. Okay. Some raisins. I got. I can't have it if it doesn't have raisins in it. Raisins are key. Key. If I don't have raisins, I won't eat. Even, I, if, even if you have blueberries. No, I need. I need. You need the raisins in wow. there. Wow. All right. But the thing is, I tried. So I tried spicing because oatmeal is pretty fucking boring. I tried spicing it up. I tried having, I, you know, I'm trying to do like protein, not a lot of carbs, so I do eggs. And I had eggs and it made me, it made me sick. And, and I was like, damn, I guess I can only, I guess I've been eating oatmeal so long that my body won't tolerate anything else yeah. that early in the morning. Yeah. You're in a, a, a scarcity state. I would love to eat pancakes every fucking day. Just try. I know. I'll get a, I'll be disgusting. Do you dare me to eat pancakes every day for a month? <laughs> no, because you're constantly complaining about your weight. Disgusting. So maybe you should eat a fucking banana. But here's my concern about that. Okay. That if I ate the banana, that I would start thinking like a poor person. You already do. I'm out here trying to make this crypto millions. I bet my money would crash if I ate a banana. <laughs> Just I the, bet the market would tank. Yeah? So you're blam- all the unsuccess in life is, is from eating bananas. Do you think... Donald Trump ever ate a banana? Do you think Vince McMahon ever ate a banana? These are the only two successful people I know. Vince probably does because they're... Uh, maybe he's off them and he's... On, no, because he's an old school dude. He probably eats tons of bananas because they're full of potassium. It's good for muscle cramps. Yeah. If you're constantly working out, you got to have potassium. Yeah, I think he probably just has orange juice. <laughs> That's just sugar. It's potassium. Does it have potassium in mm-hmm. it? I guess most fruits probably do. Uh... Really, the best way to get potassium is coconut water, mm. unsweetened. It's disgusting. Really? I, I, do you like coconut water? I do. Ugh. That's like one of that's one of the few things that, as much as I've had it, I've never acquired a taste for it. It's always gross. Oh, I'll drink it right out of the coconut. Ugh. It's nasty. Not juice. I like if you put chocolate in it. It's oh, delicious. No. It's like no, a vegan yeah, chocolate chocolate me. milk. It's like vegan yuhu. It's good. Okay, let's get back to the banana. Banana. Bananas are good. Stop being an ass. Everybody call us. What's the number? Uh, 205-509-509-9785. Call us. Let us know if you like bananas or if I'm correct and they're exclusively for people uh, who, who have no future. Such an idiot. Such an idiot notion. Call us if you have no upward mobility. If you, <laughs> if you are addicted to opioids, you shit every other day, and, and you're still smoking cigarettes. Call us if you eat a banana. They probably, everyone eats bananas. Yeah, because it's gas station food and those are gas station people. It's not gas I got those bananas at Whole Foods. It's a loss leader. They put that out for the, for, for the homeless people to steal. It's a fruit. Yeah, they're like, here, homeless people, you recognize these, steal these instead of the, uh, the expensive nut butters. Remember we walked by, there was some, we walked by a guy who had a banana tree on his property. Remember we saw the bananas on Hawthorne? Yeah, that's a nexus for all's poorness. Do you think people have figured out where we live yet? I post it every day. <laughs> you post our address? Oh, yeah, you do. Uh, using the uh, citizen, citizen app. app. Yeah, yeah, I post it all the time. Come get some if you got a problem, everybody. Yeah, you can, I, I, you can roll through, I guess. Yeah, whatever. I don't really have a problem. Jude might come and fuck us up. 
Yeah, Jude talked all that shit. I mean, Jude is one. Of, Jude is uh, Jude is a strong person, just like Glenn Greenwell is a strong person. They bring all this attention to themselves, and then they got to deal with like fucking forty eight hours of people. This is a thing. It was in the Patreon. Everybody, if you ever tweet at a journalist in like a cross way, where you're one of these literally hundreds of thousands of people a day that tweet at Michael Tracy, they like in some like you got a, you got him sort of way. You're the Palmer Report. Palmer Report. You're the far left Palmer report. Mm, it's only 3 p.m. Do you Bi- think he's still doing that one? Bitch motherfucker. Trump is gone. That was like a purely Trump thing. We got to check in on the Palmer report. Check too. in on the Palmer report. And then we have to, we, so we got a, a Patreon request for, uh, what did I say? Myrtle Beach, South Carolina rub maps. And we'll close out the show with that. Let's see what the Palmer report's doing on Twitter. I'm going to go pee in your toilet. So, so jaw for a minute. Mmm. So, okay, everybody that doesn't know, the Palmer Report is like the most pathetic resistance bot that <laughs> existed during the whole uh, Trump thing. Uh, th- he did this bit, we talked about it all the time, where he would talk about, he would list all the things that were going wrong for Trump, essentially in tone that he was going to be locked up and say, and it's, it's only 2 p.m., that sort of thing. And it the with the suggestion being that we've got him on the run. We're going to get him. And it's like, you know, man, <laughs> he didn't get him. Does that Hey, Eric. Yeah. Do you remember when everybody said the second that Trump is out of office, he's going straight to jail in New York? Yeah. You remember that? You remember the Amazon on fire? Remember Flint? I do remember everyone. People convinced that Trump was going to jail. Oh yeah, no, he's he's going to be indicted the second he's out of office. He's he's going down. You fucking losers. Wait, is, so is he still? What's what's he up to? It's I, just nonstop Trump behind bars images. Look at still. Yep, my dude, you got to pivot. There's no market for that anymore. People don't even know who Trump is. Yeah, no. People, Trump has been gone for four months. No one has seen him in four months. No, you gotta, you gotta pivot, pivot the, pivot your shit here, man. I can't imagine how many retweets is this guy getting. He's getting like 131. Wow, there's some. No, some of these are only getting like 19. This is Q shit, my dude. It's Q. This is left wing. I mean, it's not even left wing. This no, is, no, this no. This is resist bot. Resist bot boomer Q. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Boomer Q. Oh. Oh, that's pathetic. All right. Rub maps. Let's do it. We're going to round us out here. Next week, we got to do, maybe we'll do, uh, I don't know. We'll do, we'll do messages and we'll do, uh, uh, everybody call us and tell us the news because we don't want to look anymore. Yeah, no, we don't want to look anymore. Tell us what's going on. Call us and tell us what's going on. And, uh, we'll do Antifa Lover again someday, probably. People said that we're hack. I know, but I, I have not heard of other podcasts that do. I mean, there's apparently there's 1.9 million podcasts in existence, so it's almost certain that someone else is probably doing it. Mm. But we're better than them. We'll steamroll them. Let's see what's going on in Myrtle Beach. Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. What's So give me your... You've been there many times. What's your impression of the place? Uh, went there uh, on spring break in high school. Okay. Uh, Sounds lit. So fun. I don't even know if high schoolers still do spring break, uh, but it was just a bunch of us went down to Myrtle Beach. I was the only one that didn't get lit. 
I went to like an orchid show instead while my high school friends were just fucking getting hammered. Uh, it's like a place where you rent a very utilitarian hotel room and do drugs and go to the beach and drink to excess. And it's just a toilet. So it's a toilet town. Yeah, it's a toilet town. And then I'll have like black bike week and you can buy shirts that like have like <laughs> crude drawings of black women with big asses on fucking ninja bikes and shit like that. That's awesome. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. Why don't we should, we should print that shirt up for the podcast. Let me read some of the names to you. All right. Pussy agent. <laughs> Pussy agent's avatar is a man typing on his laptop on the toilet. <laughs> Uh, 69 Flyboy. Cool. Who, who has the Captain American shield, America shield. <laughs> Some help with a, a Bart Simpson. His name is Some Help? Yep. Wow. Duracell 8, who has <laughs> a very bad version of the Duracell buddy, bunny. Herb Master Flex. <laughs> who's got some Japanese shit. It's a local rapper. Uh, Turtle Boy 45. <laughs> And bra bra oops. Why does this make me laugh so hard? I love. Listen, I love these people. I want to read one from Pussy Agent. <laughs> oh, this profile has been made private by the. Oh, hold on. Private profile. No, here we go. <clears throat> Pussy Agent says Maya is very good at massage. I noticed she got some bad ratings because she did not give a happy ending. If she doesn't do that, there is no reason to give a bad rating. That's up to her. That, that, look, whoa, whoa, it's is, clear that Maya wrote this. The ma, the massage I I had year when on vacation was fantastic. I just came here to review because I've been here before and was looking for a spot to go with my to my friend's funeral. <laughs> oh, shit. I just came to here to review because I have been here before and was looking for a spot when I go to my friend's funeral. Yo, Maya definitely wrote this. Yeah. 100%. Maya is very good at massage. <laughs> Let's see. I mean, whoever wrote that is either Maya or Maya, Maya's very strong advocate. Okay, here we go. I can say that the vibe and energy here definitely reek of sensuality. This is Duracell 8. This is not one of the places that you go get a professional massage. I thought the ladies were nice, but it must have been the pheromones in the air or something. All I know is my dick was hard and the woman rubbing me down was making eye contact that was practically making me get goosebumps. I swear to God, she was sitting on my face in her mind. <laughs> wow. I know That's erotic. I know when a woman is trying to let me know that she wants to please me and this is one of those places. Okay, we found our rapist. Yes, yeah, seriously. Even though I left really hard, I will be back. <laughs> I have a feeling this is going to be a spectacular parlor. So Wait. So the people, this is apparently not giving out hand jobs. This place, yeah, but he seems convinced that it'll work out for him in the end. That's that's a dark soul. Yeah, it's pretty dark. All right, hold on. <laughs> we found the rapist early this week. Yeah, we did. I'm alerting. I'm alerting law enforcement. Hold yeah. on, give me a sec. Okay, let's try this spot. Newest review is today. Oh so, wow! From Bobby Tyler. We got Bobby. He's got the dog. We've talked about this dog. The dog who is like, oh, who's that dog? The cartoon dog that's like, oh. <laughs> Brian Griffin? No. Forget his name. Uh, Huckleberry Hound? No. Scoop, oh. Sco- Scooby-Doo? No, no, no. Sad dog cartoon. Hold on. Oh, Droopy. I don't think that's it. Not Droopy? 
I think you're describing Droopy. Mm. Sad dog. I'm going to look for Droopy. Eeyore? It yeah. is Droopy. It's Droopy. You're thinking of you're Droopy. You're correct. You're correct. So it's a Droopy. It's a Droopy avatar. I got undressed and laid down. So just imagine Droopy dog saying this. <laughs> I got undressed and laid down. Amy came in and put a towel over my ass and said, and I said, I don't like a towel. So she removed it. Not fat, not skinny. Actually had an okay ass. Her English was not great, but she okay. Good massage technique, especially on the glutes. This guy's English is not great either. <laughs> on the long strokes inside the thighs, she came close to the boys, but didn't touch. The boys. When I flipped over, she folded up the towel and placed it over my lower abdomen, but not over my cock. She massaged my chest and lower abdomen and started and stared at it the whole time. I reached down and fluffed it a little, and she giggled. I told her it needed massaging, but she just giggled. I wasn't here for self-service, and she seemed interested in watching my cock, but didn't want to touch it. Overall, a good massage, but I would like the final touch as well. I think Amy was being shy. May have to come back to see if there's any improvements. My guys, these are not these places just don't give hand jobs. That's yeah, you don't have to keep coming back. You, if they wanted to give you a hand job or or anything more, it would have happened on the first the first shot. Yeah, they, uh, here's the deal, everybody. If I've been to these places in my life, here's the way it go. They'll say, "Have you been here before?" If you say yes, that means that they just go, oh, shit. All right. We gave this motherfucker a hand job before. Yeah. And then they just assume you want a hand job. Uh, Peter Griffin avatar. Uh, yeah. Peter Griffin. No. Brian Griffin avatar. Yank 66. Do we want to check out what he's got to say? Yes. This is a different massage parlor, by the way. Okay. Yeah. So this one. So there is one place that does. Does give hand jobs. Let me see who has commented. Mike Sausage has commented. <laughs> uh, let's see. Mike Sausage has commented. Some help is up in there. Uh, oh, I'm going to read this because uh, some help seems pretty deranged. I was in the area and wanted to check out some local massage parlors. Had Linda as my provider here, and she was absolutely amazing. Definitely a milf for me, and I was and I was able to come easily in her hands. She took care of me nicely and provided a wonderful massage. Her touch was soothing and relaxing. I managed to doze off a little, and she gently woke me up on the flip. Things started to spice up, and so, then soon she offered me a tug. She lubed up her hands for the tug and gave a good one. Hand job was so good, she milked me hard. Her other hand was busy as well as she kept rubbing my chest and nipples while giving me the tug. This guy said tug four times. I couldn't help but pop a good one for Linda. I jizzed so hard and it was plenty. It was one of the most satisfying sessions I've had and would, would recommend Lind Linda's services. Linda's out here killing it. Duracell is in this mix too. We've also, okay, Mike Sausage again. Boontang Clan. <laughs> I, don't, I think my favorite is Mike Sausage. Yeah, it's pretty good. Also, what was the pussy agent? It was great. Uh, let's see. Do we think pussy agent's a cop? I mean, that's how they signal law enforcement, by being ironic about it. Yeah. He, he, maybe he's a cop, but he's not like, this he, is not a job. This is just yeah. a cop. <laughs> he's a cop that likes to get a He's a, a hobbyist. Work. Yeah. You, you think it's hard for like actual, like, say you're, an, uh, say you are a cop. And when you're off the job, you like to solicit prostitution, or or bad to, bad lieutenant. And 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 but like these, they're like, just, do I trust this guy? Like, he very clearly is a cop. He's cop energy, <laughs> but, but he I, seems to really want this hand job. Yeah, but like, is he on the job? Am I going to get jammed up? Or is maybe he's just here as a civilian? 
I mean, these are the perils of this job. Yeah. In addition to potentially violence. Yes. You know, Myrtle Beach does not seem as nearly as dirty as I thought. If we were if we were on the strip club, we gotta we gotta put some money away for that. The strip club review site. Because Myrtle Beach is huge on the strip clubs. I mean strip clubs are lit, you know? Like they should there should be one in every town. They should be as common as grocery stores in my in my view. I think that's fair. You know? Like I probably didn't see my first strip club until I was late teens, right? When I would kind of gallivant around New York City and stumbled upon Gallagher's 2000 in uh, Long Island City. Mm. Uh, and I wondered, why isn't there one in my town? Why, why, did I have to, why did I have to find this hidden gem of exotic dancing? You know? You wish you could have gotten an earlier start. I just, I think they should be everywhere. It's lit. What do you think about the the username Gentle Visionary? I think that describes me. It does actually. <laughs> In fact, why are there even bars that don't have dancing topless women? You know. Well, I mean, look. It feels like there's demand, but then when you put when you give people like Hooters is a successful business, the Tilted Kilt is a, is a successful business. But there's many people who feel uncomfortable on them, right? Why And why do we have to live to, according to them? I mean, it's a great question. I don't think we do, but I, I just think that you couldn't make them as mass market as you're, as you're hoping. And maybe the ubiquity would, would make it like not as fun, you know? But I don't know. I still love going to the movies, and they, they're everywhere. You know what I'm saying? I'm just reading one from Shrimp or Pimp. <laughs> Okay, I love the name. Let's hear it. She seemed happy about my hard cock, immediately taking a hold of it like she wants to fuck me. However, it's instead... I like the way this guy writes. However, it's instead a beautifully given happy ending. She got nude and I played with her sweet breasts. They were perky and very firm. Sensitive too, LOL. Jennifer started yanking faster and faster as I traveled her body with my hands. Is this what women have to deal with, man? <laughs> yes. Is this is this what it's like to be a woman? Is that like, like you have a sexual experience? Let's say that you're not a sex worker. You 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 you're having a sexual experience of some type, and then the guy describes it like this: I traveled her bodies with her body with my hands. I barely I barely rubbed the top of her panties before I came like a cannon. It felt great, and I hope to be back soon. Jennifer is a girl with lots to give, and I'll be back soon. You know, they, there's been a lot of push to make sex work this sort of empowering thing. Yeah, this proves it's not. And then you got shrimp or pimp. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> then shrimp or pimp comes to see you. Wow, some help has been to all these fucking places. He's a he's a he's traveler. A he's got to get a taste everywhere. All right, we're gonna go, but I'm gonna indulge. I'm going to indulge one from uh, military. T- oh, there's Mike Sausage again. He had a bad experience with this one. Uh, <laughs> I like dance for me and and Wiggly Biggs. Wait, what, what was the military one? No, we're going to uh, military town is oh. uh, uh, Norfolk. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> I think yeah. pretty good names this week. These guys always have great names. They do. Every week there's some str- there's some very strong ones. Standouts this week are 
It's a mere pussy agent and shrimper pimp. Yeah, we got uh, in, in Norfolk, Virginia. We got Rub Fifty Eight, uh, Massage Joey, who, <laughs> who who has the uh, not Michael Myers, the uh, Jason <laughs> Jason mask. Uh, <laughs> Massage Joey. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna read one from Massage Joey because it's a five star. Are you ready? Yes. I've visited this massage parlor twice now, and they do not disappoint. On my first visit, I went in, paid the house, and was shown to a room by an average-looking Asian, probably late 30s. She told me to undress and get on the table and left the room. I undressed everything but my boxers, and she came back, at which point I removed them in front of her. She giggled, and I got on the table. These dudes are scum. (laughs) The massage was enjoyable. I told her medium pressure, and she did exactly that. While she was up while she was up by my head, I was able to play with her ass, again, scum, which felt nice in my hands exclamation point when she made it down to my butt she teased me for a while on my taint and touched around my hole before i arched up she then got her finger oiled up and massaged my prostate while giving me a reach around comma fantastic on second visit i opted for four hands and the massage was just as good as the first with the only one minor interruption to answer the phone on the flip they were standing on either side of my goods and took turns on it while i rubbed both of their asses when close, I told them to slow down, to which they accommodated until I erupted. All said, excellent experiences both time, and I will definitely be back for more. What do you think that phone call was? I don't know. Sorry, I, I, I can't talk right now. I got my finger deep in this guy's asshole. What about Elton John 98? <laughs> it's a good year. It's a good... It's, a, again, that avatar of a guy laptop on his toilet. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's all these people. Elton John, 98. Uh, let's see if we got any other good names in Norfolk, Virginia. Because I feel like it's not always a one-to-one between good name and good reviews, but good name is just a good, great start. It's true. There's a lot of things. You, every time we do one of these and we, we travel around, there's always, like, from town to town, there's there's some un, unifying factors amongst these scumbags. And it's... Uh, no shame in being a dog shit person. No, but I am kind of surprised that they're not more racist. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, they all refer to their to their penis with a with a funny name, right? Like m- many of them refer to it as their Johnson. They are a lot of referring to their balls as the boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of commonalities among these people, which really proves that. We're just we're all just one, you know? Collective unconscious. We're all we're all we're all having the same sensory experience, you know? Should I read the forum post dating a massage parlor girl while married? Yes. Also, another matter of conversation. How much is too much for BB uh, for bareback full service with a bareback come and mouth ending? I don't think there is a too much. You're asking a lot of somebody in that. <laughs> Seriously, that's a very high service. Here's here's uh, one of the uh, dating a, a massage parlor girl while married. A monger wrote recently that not only does he not take off his wedding ring, but it helps with getting dates with his providers because the ring shows stability. If you've managed to pull off such a thing, you want to share how you did it? Oh, now this is just like a pickup artist thing. And if... And if it's just young single girls or even ones with kids. Uh, and then John 1877 with a butthead avatar. 
says, I have a girlfriend. She owns the shop. I am married. She is married to an Asian man. He lives in another state. I never take off my wedding ring. She knows about my wife and, and know about her husband. We either go to her apartment or to a hotel and I never pay her anything. In fact, she often buys me things. I am no prize. And she is 20 years younger than me. I treat her with respect and dignity and I give an excellent massage. I consider myself very fortunate. Well, I'm glad he has perspective. Oh, hold on. I'd like you to read this really tragic response to that from a Brian Griffin avatar. Yes, you are a fortunate dude. Chances are she considers you her soulmate, someone she can talk to and lean on, oh. something her husband cannot provide and thinks and thinks about it. Face is very face is very important in their culture. You think her husband and or family is proud of her being in this business? On the flip side, I don't think she is proud of herself for being in this business either. Her husband obviously is not a capable man and fell shame. They are not divorced probably because of family reasons. So you are being a married man means little to her. She is not looking for a husband. I know of a full-service massage parlor owner-provider who is uh, in a similar situation. Her husband and daughter are in L.A. She's working up here in the North Bay. I sometimes wonder what kind of man would let his wife bang six to seven guys a day. Yeah, go outside, dude. <laughs> uh, some good topics today. Oh, yeah. this one says goodbye all. I hope it's a suicide note. Let's see. <laughs> uh, I've been part of this site for a while now, but the but the fact uh, there's so few reviews where I'm located and the forum threads devolving to political d- discussions, I've decided to leave. I cannot. I can put my monthly fee to better use. It's really not that expensive, my guy. Though I will miss a few of the members and their well thought out posts. Take care of yourselves. <laughs> their well thought out posts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are yeah. there a lot of those? Let's see. Is there a lot of stimulating conversation on here? Oh, remind me of this. Next episode, we're going to read the thread, Weirdest Parlor Experience. (laughs) Oh, oh, it it is. It is political. Really? Like the fifth thing down is Deshaun Watson allegations is the the topic. Oh, geez. So... So there's political discourse happening on the rubble. Oh, they talk so. about the shooting in Atlanta. It's only three fucking it's it's not long. Um so, oh, here's here's one that's very telling. This feels like a deeper dive episode. It does. Here's one. But this is a very interesting thing we've stumbled upon. Anyone feel like they can't stop? Oh no. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Well, why do you have to stop? Maybe if you want a stable relationship, I guess. Yeah, well, if you can afford it, I mean, whatever. Like, I guess you don't got to stop unless you got a wife or a, or you're running out of money. Yeah, yeah, it's, those are the, I would say, the primary two reasons to stop. But maybe you got a wife who doesn't who knows what you do and doesn't care. You know? Oh, this guy, this guy can only masturbate when he's with these girls and feels... Uh, uh oh. And and feels uh uh deep shame. Jeez. Well, that's something to get sorted out. If you can only if you can only get off with these women then uh that's not that's not totally healthy. And also How, don't be ashamed of of your of your whatever you're into, dude. Two topics, Deshaun Watson allegations and transsexuals and you. How do you think the politics are on the site? <laughs> You know what? I bet it swings liberal. I bet it's. I bet it. it I, I. I can't imagine it's one too far one way or the other. I bet you yeah, there's some Trump people, for sure. 
but I bet you it, it I bet you it swings pretty moderate. Hey, it's pro- interesting that this would even take place oh, on this website. But there, politics is the only thing people fucking talk about anymore. A uh, coup attempt at the nation's capital. <laughs> Fuck. Last last post by 69 Flyboy. <laughs> he was like, I was there, it was lit. Uh, question. Oh, I like this one. When did mongers become such pussies? What? <laughs> did you write this? I've been reading some of the reviews. No, this was show enough, 85. I've been reading some of the reviews and comments that people post towards uh, towards these guys, and what the fuck? I swear some of you guys get so butthurt over someone calling you out, or some of the guys who do call others out are a bunch of punks who think they need to be hard over a keyboard. Look, let the guys leave reviews. I'd rather let some. I'd rather get some info than nothing at all. All you keyboard warriors sound like Nancy Pelosi, a little bitch. <laughs> I am sure I will hear from you guys, so let the scotch roll and com- comments start. Oh, why are you why are you trying to kick up dirt on the fucking rub map site, my guy? Oh, but now it's going back and forth. Now some golfer says, "Yeah, like that whiny bitch Donnie Rump." God, it just turned into Twitter. The dump tards are such pussies and cowards. The new snowflakes. Oh my god, the dump tards. What compels you to have this kind of discussion on this website? I could not fucking say. Jesus Christ. All right, tell the people where they can reach us. All right, everybody. Uh, you can get at us on Twitter, twitter.com, at WP Timeline. We look at it every now and then because Crypt- we have to. Crypto wealth. Uh, Patreon.com slash Worst Possible Timeline. You'll find the episode that we – this was a much better episode. I'm very I'm very happy with the one we did tonight. Uh, you'll find the, the, the other episode on there along with the overtime we did. So this episode won't have a overtime, but the other one, whatever, you'll figure it out. Patreon.com slash worst possible timeline. Throw us some money. We'll, uh, you'll get some bonus shit. It's good. Uh, give us a call. Leave us a message. 205-509-9785. We'll play on the show. We'll do that next week. Definitely for sure. Um, and you know, we got, we got something cooking, uh, that you'll hear about pretty soon. Goodbye. Goodbye.